Blog Talk Radio. Ladies, let's talk with Coach Gina, a weekly radio show for the working woman. We cover topics such as family, life skills, wellness, and business. You can catch us every Wednesday live from 8 o'clock to 8.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. At any time, click on the archives to listen to a previous episode. We are glad you have joined us. Take a deep breath, relax, and enjoy. Here's your host, Coach Gina Brown. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm glad you're here with us on Ladies Let's Talk. My name is Gina Brown, your host. And before we get started, love to uh, share our sponsors for today's show. We have Tasha Viamar. She is a unique makeup presenter. Go to her website. She will make you feel beautiful, look beautiful from the inside and out. Simply Seductive Lashes. Dot com. That is simply seductivelashes.com. And we have another business owner who has supported our show, I Dream for Racial Health Equity, a project of community partners. That's right. Go to idreamnow.org, idreamnow.org, where you have contacts Winona Valentine. She's the founder and leader of that organization. Thanks for tuning in to Ladies Let's Talk. We have a great show for you. So here is our guest. And welcome to Ladies Let's Talk with Coach Gina. Hi, everybody. This is Gina Brown, your host. And today we have a fantastic guest, uh, Deetra Jones, business owner. And uh, she's going to share her experience as an entrepreneur, business owner, for over 10 years um, working in different industries. And I'm so excited to have her join us. But before I do introduce her to... uh, uh, to all of you and start asking some really uh, important key questions about the industry. I want to make sure that you stick through the end of the show because I do have some important uh, announcements for you, so make sure you stay tuned till the end of the show. All right. So, Deetra Jones, thank you for joining us on Ladies Let's Talk. Thank you, Gina. It is a pleasure to be with you on this great day, and I'm excited to talk to you and have some great things for the ladies. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So, Ladies Let's Talk business, um, shifting gears and having a little bit of a newer brand, uh, focusing on the business industry. Women in business, we have, you know, so many hats that we wear, and you have a lot of great experience, and so we just want to, like, find out, like, what have you, what were some of your passions and shortcomings as far as being a business owner? So in doing that, um, you know, 10-plus years ago, what was your first business that you, you started? Okay. Well, actually, about 2004, maybe five, 
I decided to retire from nursing, and I opened a Quiznos sub. And during that time, it was a great experience and a great opportunity. Quiznos was located at Cal State Long Beach University, and I was the first African-American to actually own a business on a state campus. So it was really exciting, and um, it was a great blessing. Wow. But at the same time... It was a <laughs> almost a disaster. So, <laughs> first really, business, yeah, first business was great, but it you know it didn't end as um, that fairy book you know business story that we all look to. But again, it was my first business. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was it the campus location that caused? Um, the 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 struggle. What was one of the obstacles? Well, absolutely not. The campus was a great location. Um, I serviced anywhere from 500 to 1,200 um, customers per day. I made lots of money. The downfall that I have is is what we don't realize when we do it is who we go into business with. So oh, partnership. Yes. When you're mm-hmm. getting into business and you're deciding who to partner with, you have to really, really know who you're partnering with. And I had a silent partner, and at some point they didn't want to stay silent. So it created an issue. <laughs> hmm. and, um, yeah, so. Um, so that, that was one of your lessons. Yes, that was a very, very good lesson. Um, you know, you have to know who you're getting in the business with because when you're in an industry where there's lots of money to be made, you have to know who you're dealing with when it comes to money because some people are not, you know, as great as money with with money as you think that they are. So you totally have to be in harmony on how the money, you know, situation is going to be distributed and how everyone has to be in agreement about that. So that was a really hard lesson on my first business. Okay. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. So that was your first business. So obviously it sounds like you've had, you kept on going and there was another one that popped up. So what was the next one? Yeah, so I kept going because, you know, when you know that you're destined to do something, and for me, I've always been in the business of serving people. So, you know, even when I was a little girl, I've always known that I wanted to do something to help people, and that's why initially I became a nurse, and from there I still stayed in the customer service area. I got the Quiznos, and then from there I went over into real estate. And I've been in real estate now ever since. And mm-hmm. just being, you know, interfacing with people and allowing your gifts and your skills to make dreams come true for people and see smiles on people's face is what's important to me. So that's why I kept going. It didn't matter to me that I had to sell my Quiznos. I just looked at it as an opportunity to continue to move forward in helping others, just not in that capacity, but in a capacity where I can just take my business to another level without a business partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you were able to shift gears, stay in business, lose a business partner, and um, still serve in the passion and your skill set and your gifts that you have. Yes, Absolutely. 
That's great. Okay, so you just said something that was really important. I know our listening audience would love. Okay, so you were in this wonderful Quiznos, and it's great, and then the partnership didn't work out, so there's a disappointment there. And what can you share with a, a listener about um, mindset in business and persevering through, you know, challenges or outcomes you didn't expect? Well, first of all, you have to remember that each person is an individual, and just because something did not work out on either part, you cannot take it personal. And that's something very important that you have to remember. You cannot take what others do personal because if you do, then you may find yourself in a situation where you're not going to move forward because then you'll be disappointed, you'll feel guilty, or you'll have feelings that, you know, may put you in a space where you feel like you can't do something. Or if you do something, you can't trust anyone. And that's not necessarily true. So you have to remember that what others do, you cannot take it personal towards you. Like if they do something towards you or say something towards you, if they steal from you or try to take the business from you, like you can't take that personal because they're only doing it for their own gain. It's really nothing personal towards you. They're acting out of the need that they need for themselves. You understand what I mean by that? I sure do. So and that's, you just can't take it personal. Do not take it personal. What, um, so in the, in real estate, um, so you had to start over. What mm-hmm. were uh, some of the steps that you took to um, grow your real estate business? Well, first, I took as many classes as I could, um, got licensed, started basically at the bottom, um, started doing open houses, working with other realtors that were very, um, reputable and known in the business, um, and just basically took mental notes and followed some of the um, some basically just followed what I saw the reputable agents doing and the and the agents that had business that had a lot of clients because basically. You know, in business, you don't have to recreate the wheel. You have to just add, to me, I say you just add another spoke. You just do what you see others doing, but you put 110% to it. You don't have to try to recreate it. So basically, that's just what I did. I just decided to hook up with people that were doing good business and just took my gifts and the ability that I have to do business the way I do it to become successful. So that's what I did with my real estate business. Mm-hmm. Yes, I noticed that you're using the term reputable. That's really important. Because um, as we know, real estate, you know, it could go one way or the other, and some some agents aren't so above board. So I love that you say that. And you use the uh, the, the experienced agents that are doing well as your mentors and you're willing to learn. Yeah, and then you also, what you want to do is you also want to hook up with other business-minded people that are smart and that are savvy. So you can always have someone that you can run your ideas by because sometimes you may think, oh, well, I should do it this way. And if you run it by someone else, 
that may not be in real estate but that are in business, then they can also help you pick out or, you know, a light may come on talking to them regarding what your plan is. And you can say, you know what, that that may be a better way to do this particular deal or this, you know, particular marketing scheme. So, you know, you have to have people that are inside your marketplace with you and some that are outside that will also allow you to become creative and come outside of the box of what the norm is for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Inside or outside of the box, yes. Mm-hmm. Diversify your your reach in business, yes. learning mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. So what do you what do you love about being a business owner, realtor, entrepreneur? What do you love about it? Okay. Well, I'm going to be very honest. The first thing that I love is I get to make my own time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so love that. That's really important to me. <laughs> love that to death. But I get to make my own time. And in that time, what you have to do is you have to just use your time wisely. So time management is really important. But what I love first is that I get to set my own time. The second thing that I love is, is in that time I get to generate and figure out how I can become the best me for my clients and what allows me to be the best me to serve them. And I know one part of that is if I'm not stressed out, if I'm not, you know, overworked, then I can give each client the best part of me. So that is one reason why I enjoy what I do, because if I need some downtime to regroup, to reset, you know, to rethink, to pull back, I can do that. And then I push forward to give the 100% that I need to give to my clients. So really that's what I enjoy about working for myself. That's fantastic. Um, Would you like to share anything more about that resetting process? As you and I both know, women tend to overdo it and spread ourselves a little thin. Um, Any extra tips on on the importance of that? Yeah. Um, Basically, what I would recommend for women that work in business is to take time for yourself and to also take time for the people that you care about. Because when you take time for yourself, you take time for the people that you care about, you are energized. I mean, if it's a mate, if if it's your children, whatever that you need to feel that love, that support, you know, the genuine feeling of being needed first in your personal circle, it will just spill over into your business circle, and that will allow you to be you know, the best business person that you can be. Because, again, like I was saying, if you're stressed out, if you're overwhelmed, you know, if you have all these issues, then you're not going to be the best person you can be. So you have to take the time to be in a space where you are constantly restored and refreshed. And, again, like I say, if that's personal time, if you're single, if you're, you know, married, if you have children, whatever that time is that allows you to remind yourself of who you are and what you're doing and why you're doing what you do, then I think that that's a good way to, um, you know, use the time wisely to refresh yourself. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Women in business, 
what would you say, suggest to someone starting out in a new business, either in real estate or a new business that maybe you wish you would have learned uh, as you were getting started? Well, one thing that I will say that I wish that I, it's not that I didn't learn, it's I knew it, but I didn't implement it. To always, always, always get everything in writing. And it doesn't matter who you're dealing with. It can be family, friends, you know, new clients, close friends, distant friends, always get everything in writing. But I would say one thing for a young lady or woman who's starting a new business is prayer. Pray first for the direction that you will go in. And I should have actually used that already because that is also always been the key to my success in my business is prayer, praying for the direction, praying for the layout, praying for the creative ideas, praying, you know, and getting the instructions that you need. And then once you get all that, you can implement, you know, implement everything else that you need. But I would always say for a person that's wanting to start out in business is to prayer, much prayer first. The second thing would be is to make sure you write everything down and whatever contact that you get into with or contract that you put everything in writing to make sure that there's no misunderstandings and that, you know, there's no miscommunication when you're doing transactions or any type of, you know, business with someone in Mm -hmm. the business that you're doing. That's really powerful. Yes, indeed. I understand that contract aspect. <laughs> mm-hmm. You learn trial yeah, and error. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, very important. Because what sometimes does... you know you feel you can go on someone's word that you know and you just can't. You know, you we want our words to be words of integrity, but some people just don't operate that day that way. So it's just important that you do that. Yes. It's very important. So, Deetra, let me ask you this. We live in California, and we have so much Hollywood here and there and business and everything. What what would you consider success? For me or what yeah. Hollywood mm-hmm. thinks success is? Okay. Well, what I consider success is when I have completely given 150% to each one of my transactions and my clients come out with a smile, to me that's what success is. Because I know that once I have done my job and I have done my job the best, that I'm going to be rewarded anyway. But I also need to see that my client gets a reward in the end of each transaction also. And that's what's successful to me because from that, then that's how you get referrals, you get people that recommend you, and that's what success is. Success is not tooting your own horn. It's allowing other people to do that for you. And that only comes from the hard work and the percentage that you put in to getting the job done for someone else. And that's what my I consider success for me. Mm-hmm. I love that. Currently, do you uh, have mentors in business, or would you recommend um, other entrepreneurs to have mentors? You know, I have a couple of people that I do talk to that, you know, when I really need to. I have really 
two really good friends, and we feed off of each other, and we work with each other, and we, you know, run things by each other. But I truly do recommend that anyone getting into business to have a mentor because it's very important because, again, like I stated earlier in the conversation, sometimes you may think to do something one way until you run it by someone else and then that light comes on and you say, you know what, I may just add this to that and make it and make it go I'm sorry, let me back up. I may add what they've given me to what I'm going to do, and then I'm going to try it this way versus just my way, you know, because Mm -hmm. there's always power in numbers. So when you have two or more people with two different ideas that come together, then it's always going to work out better. Not saying that one idea can't, but we know that there's always more power in numbers. So I feel that anyone getting into business should always have someone that they can run things by, that they can talk to, that they can confide in, and not just that, that they can trust, that the information that they're giving them or asking them, that they're not going to mishandle or misuse, that they're going to have their best interest in play. And I think that's very important when you're in business for yourself. Absolutely. That's a great golden nugget right there. Um make sure it's in place what um we're we're getting close to the end here and your information has been so valuable and so impactful and having experience in the industry of business and um there's so many moving parts it's just amazing of how how we grow and how we share and connect what do you do with um you mentioned referrals in the past. Do you do any joint partnerships or any any special recommendations as it comes to referrals in your business, giving them or um, receiving referrals? Yes, I do give referrals. If there's something that I know I cannot do, I do have people that I do um, partner with that I can refer out to and vice versa. They'll do the same for me. But what I do try to do is I try to just stay diverse in the industry. So if it is something that I can do, sending out a referral would be the last option. And that's very important in the business. But, yes, I do have people that I partner with and I refer out, they refer in. And I also give incentives to people that refer people to me. So if I have a past client that may refer one of their friends and I need to sell their house or they want to buy a house, I always reward people for thinking of me. I don't just receive without giving back because the key is to always give because the more you give, the more you receive. So I don't just take a referral and just say, oh, thank you. You know, I make sure that I let the person know that I really appreciate them even considering me as a referral for someone else that they know. So I do that with the people that I co-work with and, you know, my um, past and um, future clients. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel that sharing is, you know, a gift of success, and it should go for both sides. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, as far as your clients go, um, can you ever have too many You can never have too many clients, Gina. (laughs) You can never have too many clients. Absolutely not. 
And so if someone were looking for a home or needing to sell, how could they get in touch with you? Well, they can um, get in touch with me. Um, they can email me at um, jonesdetra at gmail.com, and that's J-O-N-E-S-D-E-T-R-A at gmail.com. Or they can call me directly. My direct sale number is 323-715-7117. And I'm also on LinkedIn, Deetra Jones, Twitter at Deetra Jones, um, Facebook, Deetra Jones. <laughs> so I'm all over the map. And I do post daily, so. That's fantastic. Yes, Deetra Jones. Look her up and just like her and find her and follow her and tweet her <laughs> yes, <laughs> on the social do. social media. Well, before we go, one last question. I uh, like to always have a, a fun question at the end of the call. What do you like to do in your free time? Okay, well, in my free time, I love to travel. I love mm-hmm. to spend time with my sons. I do have a grandson. I love movies and I love to read. I actually just bought a new book day before yesterday called The Four Agreements and it's a great book. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so I just like to do a lot of the stuff I guess that everyone likes to do. I mean, I love traveling. That's always number one on my list. My son, um, he, he plays in the NFL for the Chargers, so I'm always going to his games and spending time with him. So I like a lot of family time, but I love to travel and read and, you know, just enjoy life. You know, being free and free in your mind, free in your spirit, is just a great feeling. And I just love to enjoy life, and that's just what I do. Well, I love that you love to enjoy life, and I love that you're such a big giver. And so all you listening audience um, members out there, where you're listening live or recording, Make sure you reach out to Deetra. You can email her at jonesdeetra at gmail.com. And, of course, just look her up on social media. Thank you for being with us today. And, man, what golden nuggets you have given us to help our businesses grow in the future. Well, thank you for having me, Gina. And I look forward to, you know, getting on your show and listening to all the other guests that you're going to have on Ladies Let's Talk, and I'm excited to see your business grow and just to hear what the other um, guests are going to have to say. So I'm excited to be here, and I thank you for allowing me to be on your show today. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And as always, listening audience, remember to smile because it is good for the soul. We'll see you next week.